1: To the SNES Podcast
0: with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George.
1: Hello everybody, this is the Super NES Podcast, episode number 122. I am Greg, he is George, as always. Thank you very much for being here. That's me! So, and this time and this time we're covering a game that George picked for us. Uh, one that I liked back when it came out i probably would have picked this podcast eventually if george hadn't gotten to you know beat me to it first but uh so it was fun to go back and play it again uh what game did you want us to look at george ease three yes properly pronounced e-a-s-e like the word ease like when i understand so
0: yep um uh, had you played this before this
1: one specifically no but you but you but you were a fan of the series which i wouldn't check out this Check out the super nice port right
0: uh yeah i guess so i guess uh fan enough uh we covered uh the first ease uh on master system masterpieces hmm. boy that was really rough <laughs> that was a rough game um well
1: it's yeah it's 1987 i'm not surprised
0: <laughs> it was i it was really bad yeah. um <laughs> Like not a bad game. It was just like really rough to get into, is what I mean. Uh, um, yeah, and also I have, I think it's Ease Nine, for uh, the PSP. No, not yet. Uh, you know, I
1: will get into that when we talk about the history of the series. But nines coming out later on this year. So,
0: which what is it then? Seven? What is it? I don't know. There's uh, one on the PSP that they made.
1: You're thinking about? Well, oh, uh, well, there's well, there's PS Vita. Uh, let me see about PSP.
0: Uh, no, no, no there's one on PSP that i that I have on my Vita. Uh,
1: it's like uh,
0: seven or eight or yeah, something. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's yeah, what it was. Okay. Yeah, seven, I'm really so. bad with numbers, guys. <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this was a game. This was a game that I rented and rented, rented, played through and beat and, and beat a weekend shortly after the game came out because this is a pretty early Super NES game and there wasn't very much out there at that time for software so you know like most systems the first year of the system's release is pretty you know it's pretty paltry for games so uh i, oh. was, I was i was planning to get my hands on pretty much so um so we need to talk about the series a little bit and really and by i, I row you could dedicate a whole podcast just to a podcast just to the series itself so I to so I'll try to touch upon the. Yeah. So 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 I'll try to give a, a a real quick summary about the series. My apologies to anybody out there who's a big fan of the series because, uh, this has been, East has been called one of the most best underrated series in the sense that it, it is popular, but it's more popular in Japan than in the West, obviously, and even in Japan people are like, um, you know, um, you know, you know, it, you know, and even in Japan, the series has been a series of very tough competition behind the likes of like, you know, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and like Star Ocean, and, um, you know, and the other like long running, long running uh, JRPG series. So Tales of games. Uh, yep, that too. So But but yeah, the series as a um. But I did I did find one I, I did I did find one site that claimed that the 2017 the series the series is sort of 4.8 million copies worldwide. So that's not too bad. Oh yeah, no that isn't so um uh, so the series was so the series was developed and still being developed actually uh by a company called uh falcon uh they're actually they're actually called nihon falcon but they're usually just called falcon like here in the west um uh falcon has uh, been around since 1981 so they definitely have a lot, you know like a long history uh besides the besides the e, besides the E series they're also they're also best known for the they're also best known for the dragon slayer series um which is a, which is a, which is a, which another, like, early action RPG a, a, a series. Uh, Legend of Heroes, uh, which is a, again, role-playing game. Role-playing games tend to be their bread and butter. Uh, and, the, uh, like, in the Brandish series. So... Oh, yeah, okay. So, a uh, lot, lot of their games, a lot of their games have not come out here, like, in the... A, a, a lot of their games have not come out here, like, in the West. Um... But they have a very long and distinguished history, like I said, going all the way back to you know going all the way back to their very first game in 1982. So, uh, and they're still and, and they're still alive and well and still making still independent companies, still making games today. So, uh, they've never uh, one of the reasons one of the reasons that they never were one of the reasons that their games not really too known here in the West is because they like, because unlike unlike UNix Square they never they never established a U.S. branch to the company, so they've always. You know, they've always licensed their games out to other companies to publish, uh, like, over here. So, that's one reason why they're not really, like, too known as far as that goes. Uh, the, um... So, the series of the... Like, the series the series that before started out in 1987. Uh, the original game... The original game got to be too big, because they broke up... Uh, like, it broke up, like, like two games. Uh, ancient... Uh, uh, ancient Ease vanished, and Ancient Ease vanished, the final chapter. So are the two? I uh, mean, uh, you know, the first two games. Uh, I like, didn't even know that. Yeah. So, Jeez. I think the master. I think the master. I think the master. Master system version is only the first game, or maybe they, um, or or did they? sure did they manage to cram to, to cram both games onto that? Uh, like on the cart. Let me see if I can like, find it here like real quick. You know
0: what? I actually have no idea. Right. Well, I did not know the.
1: Well, Ease, well, Ease, well, Ease One and Two has been has been released has been has been released numerous well most of these games in the series have been, have been released numerous times, but because of its age, Ease One and Two is probably the one that's been released the most. Um, yeah, because
0: they also made the remakes yep. as well. Yep, the remakes.
1: Oh. Yep, the remake. Yep, I had the remake. The remakes. Uh, uh, the, you know, the remake is currently available on Steam. It's very good. So.
0: It's also on PSP. Right. And I think it might be on another thing. Uh, one it's like DS or something. One major difference one major difference though with like those
1: games compared to the later ones is these one and two is top down. Uh, and your characters also have an auto attack yes. uh, your characters also have a, and your characters always have like an auto attack function with them as
0: well. So, yeah, you bump into enemies. Right, which is typical. Actually it actually depends on like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the way that it works yeah. is depends on like which way you are and if you're behind them you do more damage right. and Which was typical of like, the old stuff. games.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was typical, like of old games about, that a like, time period, you know.
0: Yes, but you have no range, and you literally have to bump into enemies. Ooh, sounds like, sounds like, yeah, yeah, sounds like, it yeah, sounds like a, uh, uh, sounds like,
1: it sounds like a fairy object like for the NES horrible game. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, um, these three was the third game in the series, uh, to come out here, and this is the first game uh ease one and two also the easy one and two did get as george mentioned released on, on systems like the Master system and you know, Master system, like the uh, Master, system, uh, Master system like the Master system and the Mash system like the Graphic. so ease 3 was not the first game to come out here in the west but this is probably the one people that this is probably the version that most people played first because those versions were not were, were not, they were not like, super popular um another um, another interesting thing about the series is that most of the most of the games they all follow the same story uh, you know they're all kind of set in the same world uh you know like i uh, you know, the, you know like uh the main character is remains the same like all through the series like edo christian uh and a lot of the characters also a lot of, and it's a lot of the characters and location and whatnot also repeat from game to game to games so, so it's kind of interesting i i didn't realize having i played too many these games i didn't realize you know i didn't realize they're all set like the same world
0: yeah unlike final fantasy where right. everything's different you know yeah
1: well dragon quest was Dragon Quest used that motto for a while. Uh, one through, uh, you know, one through three are all set in the same world, and then starting with four, they started branching out into different, you know, different settings. So, but anyway, Ease uh, 3 was released on multiple systems. The game first came out. Um, oh, let me also let me also use the full title, by the way. Uh, E3 Wanderers from Yees. Try saying that ten times fast. Um, but uh, no. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it originally came out in 1989 for Japanese computers, uh, specifically the PS, the PC 8801, the PC 9801, the MSX2, and uh, and then the following year in 1990 on the X68000. Like uh, we've covered the MSX2 and the uh, and the Sharp 68000 on this on this podcast in the past. They were both very popular. Well, the MSX was a very popular international computer. It just never did, you know, it just never did very well here in the states. But uh, the Sharp the the, the C8000 was a very popular, very, very popular Japanese computer. Um, 1991 saw an enhanced version of the game come out on TurboGrafx CD. The main difference with the main difference of that version is they added on additional music, uh, and they also did, uh, uh, and they also they also t- took advantage of about the red book audio quality to uh, to enhance the music to make it sound even better. Uh, and that version did come out here in the West. Um, the Super NES version came out in japan in july and june of 1991 we saw here in north america in january um january of 1992 none, none, none of these none of these games ever got a power release by the way uh the e-series did not get power released until much much later in the series history so sounds like final fantasy right uh curiously enough they did downgrade the game to downgrade the game to put it out uh uh to put the game onto the to put the game onto the famicom uh the nes of japan uh in 1991 i've not seen that version i'm curious to check it out now
0: yeah, actually, yeah, I saw that there was that, uh, I should have taken a look at it, because it does seem very interesting.
1: Yeah, because most games most games, most games, games start out on the NES, and then get upgraded to the uh, the 16-bits. Uh, you know, for a game to go vice versa is not very common.
0: Right, but also in Japan, there was that whole thing where the Famicom was still very popular right, up until, course. like, yeah, so. what, like the mid-2000s or yep. something like that? Yep. So they were still making Famicom games for a while. Which is uh, very interesting. Uh,
1: the game also got Genesis, a Genesis version as well. Uh, you know, roughly same release date, Super Dance version. Uh, the two versions of the game are very, very similar. Uh, you know, the you know, the you know, the you know, there's just typical, typical slight, slight differences in, like graphical quality, music quality, and controller scheme layout. So, uh, it there's not really, there's not really, there's not really one advantage, uh, one advantage uh, over like over the other as far as those versions go. Uh, the game, like Ease One and Two, the company uh, Falcon, decided to, uh, uh, Falcon decided that the Ease Three was old enough to warrant like to warrant a remake. So in 2005, they developed uh, Ease: The Oath in Fagania, uh which came out originally for Microsoft Windows in Japan, and then in um, 2010, the, the game also got ported to the PSP, which were, PSP, which also came out here like in the West.
0: So here here's some information, right? In North America, August 14, 1995, the Nintendo Entertainment System was discontinued. In Japan, the Famicom was discontinued September 25, 2003. (laughs) That's how popular that was (laughs) for that long. Right. And they were still making games up until about 2003.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes.
0: Um, Just to give you some info, I didn't didn't want to ballpark it.
1: So, so I mentioned before the fact that because that Falcom didn't have a presence in the West, they pretty much they pretty much licensed the game out to numerous other companies to handle the to, to handle ports. Hudson Soft did the TurboGrafx version of the game. Uh, a company called Riot did the Genesis version of the game. Uh, when the game came out, as a, uh, 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 when the game got re-released on the PS uh, Two, two thousand five. Taito handled the version of that game. Um, curiously enough, uh, the Super NES version of the game. Was to, like was like was a like was ported by the, the porting of the, the porting of the game the Super NES was done by a company called Advance like Advance Communication. I cannot find like, I couldn't find very much information for uh very much information uh uh very much information about the company. Weird. They, they were around apparently from 1987 to 1993. They handled a bunch of they, um you know it looks like they handled mostly in Japan. They handled they handled a lot of like ports and behind the scenes work on some games. Uh, some games, some of their games they come out here in the West were Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for the NES which is a very underrated game by the way, you know, it's a very, like, you know, a good game. Um, they also, they also handled a, um, um, uh, Dino Warts, uh, like for the NES. Uh, several of the, several of these games, uh, and they also worked on, it's, 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 they also worked on you know, they also worked on Super Godzilla yeah. for the Super NES. Uh, we're gonna have to cover that game at some point except because i a Godzilla fan, that game's like very, very good. I think, but so, okay. but um, uh, yeah, that sounds good to me. So, uh, so, they still, so, they the, so they so they handled so they so the actual porting of the game, the, the porting of the game to the system. The game was published here, in, the, the public game was published here in North America by American Sammy. Uh, American Sammy was kind of well known uh, for, uh, during that time period. Uh, they were never like a very big company, but they did put out some very like good games uh they were established in japan in 1975 uh most of their work was done in japan uh their u.s operation were somewhat limited but they did publish and play the you know but they did um you know but they did establish a um i uh, mean you know, they did establish um a u.s branch a u.s branch of the company in uh um um in 19 1988 so they you know, so they published a bunch of like NES and Super NES games and some other, and some other games. Uh, game Boy, arcade games also. Um, some other games they published would be like, you know, like Twin Cobra for the NES. Uh, several baseball games. Uh, Vice of Doom for the NES. That's a very fun game. I like the game a lot. Um, oh, uh, the NES port of Might and Magic, which we covered way back when on uh, Two Dudes. Uh, George. Do you remember that?
0: no i actually don't <laughs> um so
1: yeah so uh american sammy then got bought out uh by sega um and that happened in a yeah. 2000 um uh uh like that happened in 2003 so there so they operate uh, so they operate today is a company called sega sammy holdings where they're like a um you know a subsidiary of sega mostly handling these days of like you know uh what else like pachinko games
0: (laughs) pachinko
1: (laughs) why am i not surprised um they also do slot machines too which are called in japan uh slot so but anyway so it
0: almost sounds like pachinko
1: So anyway, as I mentioned before, uh, Ys 3 is very different than the first two games, but, but because most people in the West had hadn't played Ys 1 and 2, they didn't know that. Um, this is a uh, this is a, so this is a side-scrolling um, um, uh, um, action role-playing game. Uh, it's kind of similar to Zelda 2 in some ways. Uh, the game also reminds me very strongly about the uh, like NES game called. Uh, Battle of Olympus, which is a very very good game, I think. Oh, jeez. Okay. Right. So, yeah. uh, the gameplay the gameplay is very very similar. I think. I, I, I think between that game and this game, Battle of Olympus was not very popular when it first came out, but the game's kind of become a, kind of cult favorite since then. You know, a lot of you know you know people you know people speak very highly of it. I uh, you know these days. So, um, the plot of the game takes place three years after the events of the first two games. Uh, We're basically like you. You know you're playing you're playing the main character Adele, who I mentioned before. Uh, you know features you know features like in many of the other games, uh, and you're you know and you have your friend uh, Dogie with you also, and you decide to go to go um, uh, to Dogie's hometown of Red Redmont, and then you find out about some evil forces going on, and you have to like you know go save the land, defeat a bad guy, blah blah blah, your typical cookie cutter RPG plot of the time period, so. Um, Oh, I probably should mention, like, letter games in the series, grew like, real quick. The series, the series, the series, uh, the series, you know, the series is still going strong. Uh, Ys 4 came out in 1993. That game also came out on the Super NES, but Japan only. Uh, so it did not see a Western release. I'm not checking to see that version of the game translated. It probably is by now. Um, Ys 5 came out in 1995. Ys, Ys 6 came out in 2003. Um... There was also there was also there was also a spin-off game two thousand eight two thousand eight, two thousand six called like Yee Strategy. Uh there's also like a Yee's Online game. Yee's Seven came out in two thousand nine. That's the PSP one you that you were thinking about earlier, George. Um yeah. uh, Y's Memories Memories of Carkidia is another like spin off game. That's two thousand twelve. Uh Y's eight came out in uh, came out two thousand eight came out 2008, came out two thousand sixteen. Uh, that's a PS4, PS four, um, PS uh, PSV Vita game and you out huh. and you out Japan later on this year is these nine monstrum nox So there's so there's new game in the works. Oh These uh, eight also got ported uh, to Windows and to the switch so
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. So okay. many well.
1: so many of these games are now getting like English releases uh most most of the games in the series have either been new released or have been like retro released here in the west so it's possible to play most of the games in the series uh if you want to uh you know the series you know the series has gotten has gotten more popular popular over here in the west uh as more uh like recent years so uh i've also uh i've also so i've also heard people like call uh, this, and this is obviously this is obviously a later a later uh, a later more recent description of the game. I've also heard people uh, use the use the use the generic term of Metrobania on these three, and in some ways it fits. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, some of the gameplay styles do kind of fit that like fit that genre. So because you are doing some backtracking in this game, so
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so you know, just call it an actual playing game, and you're safe.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna call it a uh, Legend of Zelda 2-like. That's uh, that's the term I'm gonna use. Well, well,
1: like I said, you know, the game, you know, the game just has some, well, the game just has some similarities like to like, Legend of Zelda 2. Uh, oh, it also reminds me. Hey, it does. Uh, it also reminds me like a bit about like Thaxanadu for the NES.
0: Did you ever play that? Yes, okay. I actually own it. I think.
1: Yeah, good game. So I mean, uh, um, so I mean, there's all, I, I mean, I mean, really, there's really, there's really, there's only there, really, there's only so many ways. Some, there's, 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 only, there's only so many ways that you can like invent a side-scrolling action RPG game. So it's like similarities are bound to be expected. But uh, so uh, the the game takes place in a border for some reason. I believe it's probably because of you know early Super NES game technical limitations that kind of stuff. Um, but the border is not. The board's not horrible looking. I mean, like, you know, the gameplay, the gameplay just take up maybe about, I don't know, say maybe 60, 65% of the screen, like 70% of the screen. So, I mean, like, I mean, it is, I mean, yes, it is border, but it's not, like, too too bad. Um, Yeah,
0: I didn't even really think about it. I mean, obviously, I noticed the border. Right, so. But I don't know, I didn't even it's weird I did not even think about it
1: yeah I mean it's not I mean it's a little bit annoying it's like you know why can't you take up the whole screen? it looks
0: nice
1: it does look nice yes which is saving as I think um, <laughs> the bottom of the screen contains you think pretty typical your typical status information you have your- I
0: like it actually because um, you know it shows everything you would want to know mm-hmm. you know obviously your health but your ring power your experience your gold right like i i would kill to have uh like something that shows me my current experience or mm. how much experience i need in, to leveling in, in an rpg and and some do but not many right
1: yeah yeah they also yeah, they also they also make it easy uh, yeah they also make it easy for you are showing you they make it
0: easier <laughs> yes easier <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, by showing your hit, points in, your hit points in both the form of a, a gauge, uh, like, and you know, also like, numbers. So, yes. you can, so, uh, and it's also, an like enemy gauge that you also see, like, during boss fights. Uh, because, of course... Uh, are... not
0: just boss fights, also, when you're fighting normal enemies. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right, too, yep. It's, like, yep. most enemies, most enemies later in the game, you are, are, like, are, like, one kill. So, it's, like,
0: I tend to forget that was there. So, um... Wow, you must have did a lot of grinding if every enemy is one hit kills for you.
1: Well, back when I played well back when I this game in 1991, I mean I had time, so yeah, of course I grind. Yeah, I, you know, that but... sounds about right. <laughs>
0: That's something I used to do too. Right.
1: um, and yeah, you know, you and and yeah, this this being an old game, you are expected to grind. I wouldn't call the grinding in this game egregious. I think it's um, you know, I think the Dragon War games probably it's
0: definitely way more forgiving than uh, like. The first game, mm-hmm. yep. as somebody who has experience with the first game, it took forever to level up. But mm-hmm. like yep. this game, I I try I did uh, I did this little game where <laughs> I tried to guess how much experience I would need to like once I leveled up how much experience I would need to get to the level after that, and I was completely wrong, and <laughs> I'm glad I was wrong because it's like. Oh what? I probably need like another three thousand. Oh wait, no, I only need another three, uh, another thousand to level up. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not <laughs> as bad. Right. But then you realize that, like the toughest enemy in the area gives off like ten experience. And it's like, well, it's not too hard to kill them, but also it's going to be a little time consuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And there are tricks you can also do. Uh, the certain points, the certain points the game, you can like repeatedly just like. Go on screen, kill top enemies. Go off screen, go back on, rinse and repeat. Uh, there's
0: also areas where enemies like, like uh, I forget which area it is, but there's a bunch of like flying enemies that'll like just swarm oh, yeah, you. Yep, so you yep, could right, just yep, yep you could yep. just stand there and hold the button. Honestly, Yep, yep, yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, so there are ways. Yes, there are ways. Yeah, so there are ways that you can like you know like I cheese it a little bit to make it a bit easier for you. So uh, yeah, but. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you expected to grind, but the grind, the the, the grind is not horrible, and because it is an action. I've game, played games with rough. worse
0: grinding, certainly.
1: Yeah, and because it's an action game, um, um, yeah, it was pretty quick, I think, actually, because it's an action game. So, but yeah, yeah. So, and as so, so like most, like, so like most RPGs, you're uh, uh, you go around from town, to town. You uh, you talk, you talk to people, you talk to people, you follow clues um you spend a lot of time in caves and dungeons so much time in caves and dungeons um you know fighting enemies and then like you know finding uh you know finding bosses you upgrade your equipment as the game goes on of course you get like uh, um you know you get like swords shields armor uh you also get the rings that george mentioned the rings are the rings are the, the rings that boost your stats or so they also have like magical abilities so um yeah so you know fairly fair you know fairly typical rpg mechanics They're, um Nope. So this, um, you know, this game was this game was what Raymond's game stand the the, the, the aspects the, the aspects that the that Raymond's game stand out when they uh, stand out when the game first came out back in 1991 was the fact not even not even the side scoring because side scoring like I, like I said before had, you know had already been done in you know in several like NES games uh, it was really like the graphics and music that made this game stand out uh, because you know the graphics for graphics the graphics for its time. Are very very good you know they're very you know um, you know, even today they're not bad graphics um, yeah you know they're like you know uh, you know it's a um it's uh, you know there are you know there are like cutscenes uh, which have kind of a ah um, uh, they're anime but they're not really like the top anime I mean they're kind of like more like um, hmm, how can I describe it um, Kind of almost like a blend between Western cartoons and Japanese anime. I think, as far as the, uh, um, you know, as far as the actual quality and the, and the look of the, the cutscenes, and actually the overall graphics themselves, kind of go. I mean, they're definitely, you know, they're definitely Japanese. They're definitely anime inspired, but they're not like, they're not like Dragon Ball Z or like, you know, like other typical like, overtop anime style. Like that makes sense.
0: Hmm. Kind of. Okay. <laughs>
1: Well, I tried. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the game's very yeah, the game's very bright, colorful. Uh, you know, like uh, yeah. but uh, your characters uh, like your guy's a decent size. I mean like you know, he's not I mean he's not huge, but he's not like small either, so uh, pretty good variety of monsters. The mon the, the monsters of the game like are like what to find. Uh, but, you know, they attack in different ways. Like some you know some fly toward you, Something, you know you have some you know, some fly toward you, some like bounce toward you, some just like charge at you. So um you also have the ability to be able to do like upswing attacks, and downswing attacks. You're know, again, kind of like no zone two. Yes. Uh, there's some uh, later on the game. There's some very good 3D graphics in the sense like you know, I mean, since that you know, again, 1991. Uh, you know, being a, being a relatively early game of the system. Not many other games that uh, uh Not many of the games have done this kind of like 3D, like 3D, like 3 the, the, the 3D graphical effect yet. So just like, it's like very good, like you know, like 3D, like 3D. um... Uh, scaring effects that are used in the game. There's also uh, the, uh, there's also like one scene uh, late in the game. Uh, we we're finally uh, we we're climbing a tower uh, 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 to go beat the final guy, and like uh, it's I remember being like wow uh, I, 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 like wild bite I uh, mean I was a kid uh, because of the fact that um, it was very very, 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 very fancy. It's like, um, you know how you know how they actually did the graphical, you know, the graphical effect of that, uh, the actual, the actual like skill and you know like going up the stairs in the tower and uh, on, the, on the on the tower that kind of stuff. So, you know, like you know, very impressive like for time period, time periods. Uh, what do you think overall about the graphics? Uh, like this game, George.
0: I think they're pretty good. I don't know. Is this the Best
1: looking version of this game? No, because the typical graphic, uh, um, and obviously, and obviously, and obviously, the later, the later remake of the game has
0: better graphics. Well, of course, the remakes are going to look better. Sure. Wow. But, um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it does. Uh, it, it does um, utilize the SNES hardware pretty well. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. And and also, it's uh, not one of those games where every area looks the same. Everything is uh, right. It has its own theme to it i guess mm-hmm. yeah and you can definitely differentiate um the different areas which is nice i, found I don't I, the- I don't know it just yeah. it looks good yeah i
1: thought that uh uh the found that the, the foundation of the game also has a very neat trick where it's like uh there's a light that shines on you that moves across the screen from left to right and you can only see things that are in the light beam so it's like you know adds a level of difficulty oh wow uh, you know, like to the gameplay, so, uh, yeah, you know, there's some, like, you know, you know, there's some pretty, like, you know, like, pretty, like, you know, like, uh, you you know, like, unique, unique ideas, like, for the game, so, um, the final boss scene is very cool with the background graphics, the graphics, it's, like, a very, like, psychedelic, like, flashing laser scrolling 3D scrolling background effect to it, uh, for, you know, like, very trippy, so, you know, again, just, I was really impressed by this game as a kid, playing it for the, um, you know, like, the first time, you know, because the graphics, you're just, like, you know, they're very, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd already seen, you know, you know, I'd already, you know, I'd already seen games like, typical Castlevania 4, and, like, you know, uh, F-Zero and Wings the had very, like, the, you know, had very, uh, effective, effective graphical tricks to them, but this game is pretty good for that, too, so, but, you know, there's also a map screen that you can also use to go around from, place to place, it's, like, pretty, you know, pretty typical, like, you know, uh, move the guy around from left to right The kinda. Of, yeah, uh, there's no like right, open yeah.
0: worldness like the original too right. So yep. Ugh. So Which was interesting, yeah. Like this this game really kinda like changed up the series a bit. Hmm. Yep. Right.
1: Well, yeah, I mean this is the only third game in the series. It really wasn't too much of a series uh, of a series at that point. So Right. You know right. they were still you know they were still experimenting. So
0: And uh having some experience with Seven they kinda like went back to the whole like more open worldy yeah. you know and, I'm not surprised yeah so yeah you know, you know
1: you know given how much better you know bigger and better te- uh music technology was at that point so
0: um, well, I mean technology doesn't always have to play a part in it. um it's just it, it was interesting to see that this game had like a map screen so like hmm. hey here's the town go here hey right. here's this one area go there right it was but i but then again like if they wanted to make it, like, a, a, a side-scrolling, you know, uh, game, like, how would you... I guess you could still make some sort of an open world with a 2D side-scroller.
1: Yeah, you could. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Hmm. But... I don't know. But like I said, it kind of just, like, changed up the series. Uh, right. Because at this point, they didn't... It, it wasn't like this. So it was. it's definitely very different. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, very good points um the game's also very well known for its music um uh so the music so the music was so good that they released it for obviously in japan like on my cds but
0: um yeah they do that for like a yeah. lot of games right
1: so um and, and yeah it's a very good soundtrack uh makes you know like makes very good use of the super NES hardware it's uh yes. very you know like very appropriate to you know like very appropriate like, for every stage. I mean like a good RPG game should have uh, you know like you know you know a good RPG game should should should, should have good music. And this game uh, you um this game definitely uh does not disappoint like in that area. Uh
0: like you know a very good soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, was, I'm sorry but there's nothing I can add to that. You're, <laughs> you're correct. You're correct about that.
1: If you know what you're doing
0: in the game, uh, I mean, if you know what you're doing uh, and use some of the tricks, the game
1: the game's not the game's not overly long. Uh, you know, like there are walkthroughs online that uh, walk the, uh, you know the person's able to beat the game in about maybe like uh, maybe like four you know four to five hours probably. Um, yeah. There are there are, there are speed runs of the game for like an hour and a half and like twice as speed runs like even really better than that. Um, i think say probably for an average person playing if you're an average person playing the game for the first time, maybe like you know, eight to ten hours probably like the um is more like on par for you know like for the game uh, completion. So, you know you know, some meat to it, but not like an overly you know super long game. Uh there are several you know uh uh there are several you know there are several uh, g- uh cheat codes present in the game. One of them allows you you know, one of them allows you to be able to bring the sound test to listen to like, great music if you want to uh it's um it's actually oh yep it's actually it, it, it's actually pretty simple uh on the menu when you have the when you have the uh when you have the option menu up um uh, just hit select micro two and it, that brings up sound test option
0: i it's always interesting to have those uh, games where like codes are put in like on the second controller or <laughs> you know something yeah. like that right um
1: uh, there's also, uh, there's also present in the game a debug code, uh, you know, uh, side note, a lot of games, a lot of games have codes like this, uh, programmers use them while they're developing the game to be able to just to, just to mess around with the game, make sure everything works correctly, you know, not to, um, you know, to test out certain areas that have, to, uh, to, to certain, areas, certain areas of the game without having to go through the whole game, you know, things like, I mean, things like, you know, you know, debug codes like, you know, instability or stage select or whatnot are very, very common in games, they're usually, they're usually taken out, um, this uh, for whatever reason the de- for whatever, whatever, whatever reason the debug code for this game is left in. Um, it's a little bit difficult to access though. You have to wait for the Sammy logo to fading to to, to fade completely in when, you're, when you when power the game up. Then you have to enter on control two again, George. Um, <laughs> <coughs> um, up down up down select start and then start on um, and then like and then on control one hit start to. Start the game. Start button and push the and, and push the, and push the select select uh, button to bring up the menu. Then good. Then then choose the status and then and then back and, and then back and then back on control two. Hit select again and and that brings, um, and that causes the word debug to appear next to status. Uh, this will make you invincible and invincible and will also, um, and will also unlock all the areas of the, uh, like all all areas on the world map like right away.
0: Ooh. So.
1: Like I said, pretty typical debug code. Most games, uh, most games have them. They just, you know, they said you know, they just put you know, you know, it in uh, this game for some reason. Maybe they figured nobody would, like, nobody would find it.
0: <laughs> but you know, they added like a a similar kind of like cheat menu to uh, the Final Fantasy X remake. Although hmm. apparently it's only on PC. I haven't seen it on Uh... console you know, version, which is weird. You know,
1: I bought that on a sale a while back, and I haven't actually played it yet. I have to look into that.
0: Well, maybe you should play it. Yeah, there's uh, like it's really weird because like uh, I beat that game on PS3, but like hmm. I think on PS4 I'm just playing Blitzball on it. Oh. <laughs> and then PC I'm playing through. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm weird, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I like Blitzball. Hate on me anyway. Blitz, back to this game.
1: Blitzball is fun after after that first forced game because that the first, uh, first forced game. Oh, games. the forced game is terrible
0: because yeah, like, it sucks. You, you're, you're basically uh, okay. supposed to lose. Right.
1: But after yeah. yeah, but after that it's fun, so you know I agree with doing that. So
0: um, yeah, wrong podcast we're talking about this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um.
1: So, so the infinite life uh, code um, uh basically allows you to be able to just to uh, play the whole game immediately if you want to. Uh, you know, like you can just like you can just like you know like just just uh, just run through enemies and just like, get to the boss, mean um, final boss like real quick if you want to. So, but so anyway. Uh, that's it for the colds for like this game. Um, reviews of the game, it didn't get, um, it, it did not get covered very much when it came out, because American Sammy was a pretty small publisher, like I already mentioned before, so the game did not get super wide coverage, even though it wasn't early games. I'm sure that probably helped its sales, and its sales be noticed a little bit, but, you know, but, you know, it did not get, uh, you know, covered, you know, covered very much, you know, back in the day, at least. Uh, I know if I'm like most people, um, you know, modern, you know, modern views of the game are pretty positive, um, you know, the overall, you know, the overall, you know, the overall average summary, uh, the, 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 aver- the average rating of the game is like a, th- um, you know, it's like a 3.4 out of 5, so, um, curiously enough, one virtual review I did find, uh from Entertainment Weekly of all sources. That Um, sources- okay. Yeah, that yeah, y f- p f- 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 yeah's gonna say that's not say that's, that's, that's not a magazine that usually covers games. So No. I was I was very curious to see the, the curious to, to curious to see the cover the game. Um but they did, yeah. In uh, the yeah, uh, in the February the February the February of 1992 issue. Um they were a little harsh on it, I think, the game of the C Plus uh but i do think that the the summary the summary paragraph of the game however i think it's pretty spot on uh, of the game let me know what you think about this george i'll just like read the paragraph here uh like verbatim because it's short um quote this is a classic role-playing game that adults could the adult that the adults can have a hard time getting used to the kind where you're hailed as a savior as a savior by uh uh by uh, uh by begrudged i think Begudged, i'm actually not familiar with that word uh, mm-hmm. um, town, townspeople Giving a sword And various magical powers In charge of restoring peace To to piece of the land To fill in the blank uh, At which point You venture forth bravely And get slaughtered By the first things I a bug would happens to cross your path once you, learn to, once, you, once you learn How to fight back though Easy Interesting enough adventure Until it becomes somewhat tedious Since you have to follow A prearranged storyline There's little room For surprise Or experimentation And after a while The battles Even against more of all creatures Than bugs Start to get uh, A little repetitive for the most part, I agree with that.
0: I want to know how bad a games this reviewer is that they got killed by the first bug. <laughs> um, Because those those first enemies in the game are very easy to kill. Well, the is still online. Uh, it was reviewed by
1: somebody named Bob Strauss in February 20th, 1992 issue. He also covered Metroid 2 and El oh, Vintino. I've never heard of um, I've not heard of that game. Yeah, uh, I haven't either. It's for oh, Genesis. Okay, that's why. Um, well, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with, the, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with Genesis library as I should be. Let me just put, it, you know, put it that way. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so apparently, apparently hired somebody to cover video games like for a while,
0: but. Yeah, that's that's weird. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, he covered a number a number of games over the years. It looks like um, interesting. Okay. But anyway, uh, so yeah, as I mentioned before, these three did not get a huge print run. Uh, therefore the game's somewhat uncommon on uh, in like an ebay. Of course, of course this being ebay, you know, you can find the game. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you, you, your options for it may your options for it may just be limited, especially one like CID copy. Um, or 30, you know, thirty-one copies of the game currently listed, uh, currently listed currently listed, 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 listed online. Uh, this, this, I included I, I included Japanese versions of the game also this time around to, flip, to, 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 to pad the numbers a little bit because it, because if I looked at North America only it was like very very few um but you know the, but you know they are out there 21, 21 copies get 21 versions of 21 copies that north america like recently sold um price for a price for card only is not bad actually actually like considering the you know like considering the small print runs the game had uh average uh the price the prices range anywhere from 13 to 22 dollars uh like the card only those include shipping wow cib i, I cib i found only one copy there, there's seven copies available, available list, listed list now but it, but I found one copy, uh, you know I found only one CIB copy that sold, that, that sold recently, uh, like fifty five dollars. That's uh, okay. There was also there's also there was also so also, also, also sold recently, believe it or not, a factory sealed copy. I was surprised to see that.
0: Oh. How much? For, for, for
1: uh, pretty average, uh, pretty average, uh, pretty average. Uh, um, you know I take like sealed copies of games, uh, three twenty.
0: Oh yeah alright that sounds about right so
1: but yeah so card only you can have the game for like a pretty cheap price so um uh 13 bucks yeah yeah it's probably yeah it's like worth it um i would that uh, probably so um so uh in hindsight uh going back to this game again after all these years was fun um i obviously do not like the game i, I obviously do not like the game as much now as, as i did back then uh, you know, just because, you know, like, you know, times have changed, you know, game styles have changed, you know, nostalgia, like, and all that, but, um, taking it, you know, taking it for its own merits, this is a very competent side-scrolling, uh, 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 uh side-scrolling action RPG. I mean, it's not great, but it's not horrible either. I mean, if you like games, uh, you know, if you like games of this type, by all means check this out, because like I said, you know, Ys 3 was not very popular, uh, uh popular, at least this version of the game, this, this version of the game is not very popular, at least, I think. If people are familiar with it at all, they're probably familiar. They're probably familiar with the with the TurboGrafx version of the game. So, um, you know, so if you like games like Faxanadu and Zelda 2 and like Battle of Olympus, this is a very good game of that t- um, you know, of that type. Um, the music alone is excellent. You know, you know at least nothing else. You know, listen to the music. Uh, the music. The, the soundtrack of this game is still very good today. Um, otherwise, I think the you know. Otherwise, I think the side scoring action stuff has probably been done better by other games, uh, in more recent years. Oh, most certainly. Yeah, yeah. So, But I mean, I mean, like, I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I didn't hate it. It's fine. Uh, you know, I just think that, you know, you know, I you know, I'm giving, I'm giving a lower score now than I did back in 1991 when it was a new game, obviously. So. No. Um, but you know, it's. You know, but you know, for what it is, it's perfectly fine, you know, it does make me, and you know, it's a, you know, it's a perfectly good, you know, it's perfectly, perfectly good addition to the E-series. I mean, like, you know, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's very cool how, you know, it's very cool the plot connects together, like, all the games, and just, like, you have some of the same... You know, you definitely can see the evolution. Like you know, like I was saying before, George, you you, you could definitely see, you could definitely see the evolution of the evolution of the series between like East One and Two to this game. And this, oh yeah. You know, you know, and then the, you know, and then this game up, you know, and then from this game like on the later games. So certainly, yeah. Uh, overall, uh, overall, were you happy if you picked this game? Uh,
0: uh I it was interesting because like I started playing this before we even talked about it uh doing doing it for the podcast uh and i was liking it and then i don't know it just kind of wore on me so like i'm not saying it's a bad game but like it's Certainly, one of those games that can get tedious.
1: Well, yeah, you know, you know, like the reviewer said, like that like review I read off. You know, the game does get kind of monotonous after a while. You know, which is true. Yeah. Because um, um, but
0: uh, yeah, and if you don't
1: grind, the game, you know, the game, you know, the game very quickly become like very very difficult.
0: It punishes you. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean,
1: but uh, yeah. So you do need to go in that. With, uh, so. So you, so you, to, so you need to go in this game like some patience. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, uh, one other, one other, one other trivia note I wanted to mention here. Um, two main people, the two, two main people who created the series, uh, and I'm gonna try my hardest to, to pronounce these Japanese names. Uh, Masaya uh, Hashimoto and Tomoyoshi Mizakazi uh, developed the first three games in the series, and then they went off to form Quintet. Which, you know for the Activizer Act, uh, and soap blazer and uh, so blazer and some other like RPG games over the years right so uh, very interesting I, I did not know that you know you definitely can see some of the yeah you know actually Soul blazer reminds me reminds me about this game in, in some ways too and you you, um, you know it, you know it makes sense it makes sense that the creators of this game went on to you know went on to work on those games too so
0: yeah I, I didn't even know that either that's um, that's pretty cool actually
1: yeah so, yep, Quinten, I li- yep but Quintet, I liked it a lot. Most of our games, like, very, very good, I think. So, but, um, and if you want more Ys, uh, there, I um, you know, um, you know, the, uh, there was also, there was also, there was also, there also, there was also some anime series also produced of this, like, in Japan, uh, which has been, which has been, um, which, which has been, you know, uh, uh, series haven't released in English, so you can, um, you know, so you can you know, so you can, like, watch those, uh, you know, watch if you want to. So, uh, they've not, de- they've, they've, they've not, they've not definitively announced that, uh, that Ys nine is coming out coming out in the West as well, uh, but I have to imagine it's going to be, because the last several games of the series have come here in the West, so.
0: Right, I, I mean, you would hope at least, but right. I don't know why they wouldn't release it. Right, So uh yeah.
1: no 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 fixed release date for it yet uh it just says you you just says 2019 so it's coming out later on this year but uh, yeah we'll so, see
0: what happens
1: but yeah so uh that makes so that leaves that leaves that leaves ease it's a pretty it's pretty it's pretty like a rare company because this is one of the only Three RPG series I could think about right now that, are right right now, that go back that, that go back that far. You know, I like I like 80s they they're still around today. Uh, right. You know, the you know the you know the other two, obviously being Final Fantasy, uh, you know Final Fantasy Dragon Quest. But um, yeah. For the, uh, obviously, 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 the fact the series that the series is still alive and well thirty years, you know, thirty plus years later certainly speaks to its popularity. It's, it's popular to some people. You know, even the series has always been like underrated over the years. And you know, the series, you know, the series has popped up in numerous and numerous systems numerous systems like over the years as well. Also, uh, everything from the Sharp, uh, like all the way to the Xbox One, and also mobile phones as well. So you name a system, you. <laughs> That's a big,
0: like, just widespread. Oh,
1: well, well, when a series, well, when a series is out for
0: 32 years, you're going to get that spread. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, look at Final Fantasy. Yep, exactly. So, you know.
1: So, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm also curious to check out the remake, because I did not know there was a remake of this game. Um, you know, it's only available on the PSP in the West, it looks like, but uh, probably get to, like track it down.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, it's probably on the on the on the online somewhere. No, <laughs> the internet. It's probably on the internet somewhere. <laughs> you know,
1: right. So, so anyway, yeah. Uh, these three was. Uh, one other thing I um you know one last thing about the game uh, that I remember. Uh, the game got covered quite a bit by, quite a bit when it came out, by, uh, came out by, you know, by magazines, you know, my magazines like Tenno Power and whatnot, which is why I'm surprised there's so few reviews about it actually, that it actually existed. They covered the game. They gave, like, you know, like maps and walkthroughs and whatnot, but they were, you know, they gave, you know, they gave a, they gave a review score of it. Um, I don't think the game would have gotten the attention it did if the game came out later on, you know, later on the, I uh, later on the series, um you know the console's life you know as i mentioned before this was an early you know it's pretty early release in the west you know you know the library was not that big yet so people like you know, hungry for like you know good games and like you know ease is a very competent game in own right especially like back then so it's like you know i just don't think um you know i'm sure people you know you know people were like the third game what happened the first two games but uh right so but uh yeah, so you know, like I said, you know, I think it's a, you know, I think it's a shame that both the game, and the series, uh, the series, uh, you know, you know, have been overlooked. So, uh, like I said before, it's not great, but you know, it is a, you know, for especially you, know, especially if, uh, you, know, especially especially if you can divorce yourself and put yourself back when the game came out in nineteen ninety one. Uh, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very well programmed well well programmed well put together game i will uh, i will also i will also say that i did i did not i did not i did not i did not know something thing slow down or any like uh, um you're like game critical bugs in the game so no 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 so it's fine i mean yeah yeah it's definitely so it's definitely well yeah it's definitely so yeah it's definitely you're know, definitely like well programmed um yeah if you like games of this type by all, you know by all means check it out so um let's let's hope once they. Let's hope that one day, um, you know, let's hope one day that they put out a, a massive collection featuring like you know multiple like multiple games the series. that would be like, pretty, like, you know pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you think they would do that? But at least maybe like the first three or something, and release some kind of collection. It's very weird, especially in the age of like, yeah, hey, we're gonna remake this game, and then you know put put X amount of games in this collection and sell it to you again. You know? Right. Yeah. It, we're we're living in an era where uh, everything old is new again, so people <laughs> can make more money off of you. Well,
1: well, you know, like I said before, I think that if you know, like, Falcom's not a very big company, I think if they had the financial, the financial, where the financial power that you know, like Square Enix does, uh, they probably would have. But
0: uh, I don't see it being much of an issue to be able to put something like that out.
1: Did it? Yeah, they had to find a publisher. You, know, um, you know, had to find somebody. they that... like
0: can publish it themselves, right? I don't uh, know.
1: Now, nowadays?
0: Now we're now we're starting to work it, walk right. into territory that I don't 100 percent know.
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, you're right. But I mean, um, you know, you know, if they made the collection for, for like a PC and put it on. I Steam. mean, how many
0: indie games come out now that are self-published? You oh, know?
1: Oh, oh, tons. Yeah. But, You know. I mean, the, if
0: they want, they they don't have to release a physical copy. Know, even, they could just make it digital if they want. They're even.
1: They're yeah, they're, yeah. They're yeah. They're even. There are even established uh, development houses, of pretty pretty decent size and manpower that, uh, and manpower that even, you know, you know that we you know that you know that we even, you know, even turn to like Kickstarter and uh, Kickstarter like Indiegogo to, to get money to, to release games, uh, fighting the market. So, yeah, yeah, definitely out there. But you know, yeah. so yeah. I I don't know, but you know, like you know, um, you know Falcon. Falcons bread and butter has always been like role playing games, you know, but the, um, so, you know, they, they seem content to pretty much just stay the Japanese market, just like, you know, um, you know, just license the games out to other people to publish, uh, like here in the West. So, um, you know, like, you know, like I was saying, you like I was saying, they could put it on steam if they wanted to. Um, you know, I'm just not sure, you know, again, you know, again, it goes back to how, you know, you know, the popularity of the series. I mean, it's popular, but it's, it's popular, but it's not that popular. So, know you know you know, it, you know it, it definitely becomes a question of like money versus time spent yeah I guess so but you know like and you know, porting you know porting old games can be porting old, porting old games can be difficult sometimes I mean look at the problems Microsoft's having uh, what well, Microsoft uh, the companies Microsoft hired to handle the porting of the hail games you know they want like you know like a more modern example of that
0: I mm, that's kind of different i don't know there's a lot of like bad stuff that happened with that bad stuff and oh it's still that's a podcast episode in <laughs> itself i believe so i believe so right it's, uh, yeah so
1: anyway um thank you very much as always for coming to join us on this part po- uh, joins joins this podcast uh, speaking about Genesis, uh, we are having special special guest. Uh, uh, special Phil guest. Collins
0: is going to be the next guest on. the, <laughs> I'm Sorry, really bad joke. No. Go on.
1: No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, he's actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a fun person to, you know, a fun person I'd like to watch interviewed. By the way, uh, side note, but really he, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah so, uh, because that's weird because I thought he didn't care anymore. He doesn't. <laughs>
1: that's why it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, terrible, yeah. terrible jokes. Yeah, the the Genesis console, also known also known the rest of the world as Mega Drive, um, you know, uh, was yeast three. Like I said before, did get ported to Genesis. I read, really, you know, like pretty pretty close pretty close version out that game I played that version briefly there's not really there's not really too much differences I'm bringing uh, this up again because I have a special guest a special guest a special guest on this episode to talk about another game that also got ported on both uh, the, 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 um, you know, the, uh, that also that also showed up on both uh, showed up uh, on um, both consoles um, for the first time in a long time I'll have to look to see how long it's been since he was on the podcast last it's been definitely a few years a few years I want to say uh aaron hickman from genesis gems is going to be on the podcast with us to talk about his game pick uh gemfire an underrated uh koai fancy uh, fancy strategy game um, yes which, 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 which also has you know which also has great music so it's like so you know like, so again like another know, um, so again like you know, another connection so i like me some good music um Yep, and uh, Gem, yeah, uh, yeah, Gem uh, Gemfire actually, uh, Gemfire also came out, uh, Gemfire also came out, came out like on the NES. That, uh, that's my first, you know, that's my first exposure, you exposure to the game. I, 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 did, I did not, I did not play Superman's version of the game, like, until many many, uh, um, uh, like many years later. So, um, uh, so, yeah, it'd be fun to talk about, the, so, so it'd be fun to have him, be fun to talk about the game. Um, uh, we're in the process of trying to line up other guest hosts. Uh, you know, like obviously, obviously, people are busy, busy, busy. So, you know, like we will, we will, we will announce names and games as we get finally uh, closer, cl- you know, closer to complete, closer to nailing down uh, podcast completion completion recording times. So, anyway, um, if you want to leave us feedback, uh, you could do so two ways. One either one either go to Facebook and, and, um, and <laughs> write read.
0: a nasty letter and then throw it out. <laughs>
1: Well I, should, well, I should say if you want us to read the feedback there's two ways you can do it <laughs> um, you can you can so you can go to the Facebook page and like you know like like it join it leave comments suggestions uh, on there uh, actually actually three ways there's actually three ways that you can like you can leave like feed, these feedback second, oh. way, second way is second way to send me an email directly to the snes podcast at yahoo.com or you can be one of those special special folks to join our patreon uh, Ooh, or you can where you can, to where you can dictate a game to us if you back a certain, le- you know, a certain level, um, and we wish to thank at this time Chad, Richard, and Sven who are backing us on Patreon. So thank you very much for your support, guys. Uh, as little as a, you know, as those dollars, a, you know, as those dollar a month gives you, you know, it gives you like cool perks such as like early access to episodes. So uh, please check, you know, so please check it out. Uh, you can find that at www.patreon.com forward slash the SNES podcast. So, uh, sorry. SNE's podcast. There's no, the. I, you know, the, prob- yeah. the problem is that the email has the, and the, you know, and the podcast name is the, but the patron does not have, the, I was so. about <laughs> to
0: open my mouth and then you were like, wait, no, that's wrong.
1: Yeah. I always get that like mixed up. Uh, I couldn't use the, for some reason in, in making the, in making the patron. I, I don't know why, but anyway, no idea. Anyway, uh,
0: yeah.
1: where can they contact you at George? If they're so inclined.
0: Oh boy, if you're interested, uh, Twitter is a thing. If you use it, that's cool. Um, my handle on there is at underscore derpkin underscore. So that is at underscore D E R P K I T T E N underscore. And uh, that's about it.
1: Alrighty then. Uh, you know, well, as always, we thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode. Um, and. Uh... Yeah, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me like where the name Ease comes from because it's, it's because it's spelled with the spell. Where's the
0: name Ease come from, bro?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's because it's pronounced as Ease and spelled with like a Y. So I go go figure. This this is definitely I you, you I've always thought this was one, I, I, I've always I've always thought this was one of you know, one of the most screwy game names.
0: I mean, there are languages that use the same alphabet as us, but they're pronounced differently. Hmm so it might be one of those things yeah i guess that makes sense okay i mean to i mean like a native english speaker like yeah it's like oh wise no no it's actually ease oh that's well, weird yeah it is weird so yeah you know, it is you know i was pronouncing. you know
1: you know all you know all the time like all the time i was playing the game super NES, to anyone uh, you're always
0: pronouncing it wrong so. Well, I mean, how were you supposed to know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, like there were no commercials. Commercials. There was no YouTube. Unless it's
0: in the manual, and you just didn't read the manual. But I doubt that.
1: Well, the, well, the, well. The manual does. Well, the manual does not tell you how to pronounce something. Usually, I mean, there are exceptions, but usually, I
0: not does... not to not to uh, stretch this podcast any longer. <laughs> but I've I've definitely read some manuals for games that are like this is how you pronounce the game name, but. Not, Not all yeah, of they them are, do though.
1: Yeah, they are out there, but you know, like, yeah. I don't think, you know, I don't think American Sammy was that worried about uh, you know you know man, uh, manual translations when they published the game. So you play
0: that wise game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this makes me curious to check out. Yeah, so so so, so, so definitely makes me curious to check out the games of the series. So I have to look them up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see the ones that I missed out on, but.
1: So anyway, uh, that's for those for those those the podcast for the other times. Uh, we were done
0: with this yeah. one. So adios, everybody. Take care. Uh, adios, amigos. Nintendo
1: controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which
0: game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Oh, my